podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Yao Bonsu and Tyler Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fifth episode of the Boulder Bruins Sports Podcast. Alongside Tyler Brown, my name is Yao Bonsu, and it's another week, which means another week, of diving into everything Boulder Bruins athletics. Our featured athlete of the week this week will be varsity girls tennis player, Miss Adriella Ramos. She joins me to talk about not only tennis, but intramural night, sports night, the lessons she will take away from Baldwin, the activities she's liked the most in her time in Baldwin, and everything of the sorts. But before we get to that, Tyler will give you guys your usual rundown of all the scores from this past week and Baldwin Bruins Athletics. Tyler, take it away. Boys Varsity Soccer played two games this week, one against Port Washington and the other one against Plainview JFK. Both games sadly ending in a loss, but in the Port Washington game, Yao Bonsu, yes, Yao Bonsu scored a goal. Next, for Girls Varsity Soccer, they played two games this week, one against Plainview JFK and the other one against Syosset. Again, sadly, both games ending in a loss, but in the Syosset game, Victoria Gardier scored one goal, which was assisted by Kalina Guadalupe. Girls Varsity Field Hockey played two games, just like the other two teams that I just named, one against Garden City and the other against Massapequa. Both games, sadly, ending in a loss again. This wasn't really a good week for Baldwin, but it's okay. We will always bounce back. Girls Volleyball played one game against Wheatley, which again ended in a loss, but it's okay. Everybody takes losses. We'll always bounce back. You know we have that ball in pride. Again, Boys Varsity Football played a game on Saturday for Freeport's homecoming. Took another loss. That was a tough game against a tough team, though. Girls Tennis played th- had three matches this week. One against Oyster Bay, other against Hicksville, and the other against Carl's Place. They started off the week strong with a 6-1 win against Oyster Bay, which improved their record to 6-5, but took two tough losses against the other two teams as Hicksville and Carl Place. Thank you, Tyler, for those recap of scores from throughout the last week. And now, if you've been listening to the first four weeks of the podcast, you know that this is usually the time where we do our game of the week. And now Tyler and I, for the past four weeks, have been giving you guys extensive analysis from a variety of games from a variety of sports. However, for week five, Tyler and I will take a special approach in the way we look at our games. This week, we will look at Girls Varsity Soccer's game against Plainview JFK. But we won't be the ones doing the talking. Girls Varsity Soccer's captain, Elena Randolph, will be in the studio to talk about her game versus Plainview, what the Bruins could have done better, and what the Bruins have to do to progress into the playoffs going further. Hi, everyone. I'm very excited to be on the Baldwin Bruins podcast. Um, I want to first start by thanking Yao and Tyler for giving me the opportunity to speak about my own team. So um, today I'm going to be analyzing our 3-0 loss to Plainview. Um, so first, starting with the offense, um, I feel like we struggled to get shots off, not just in this game, but in um, games previously. Um, but on the plus side, we have been putting a lot of pressure on the other team starting in the second half. Um, so of course, if we could start that sooner, that would probably be much better for the team. But um, recently, we have been better on our corners. Um, our One of our captains, 
Kalina Guadalupe. She's been taking our corners for us this year. And in recent games, we had scores by um, Victoria Gautier on cor- off of corners. And so I think the more forced corners we could have, the better our chances of scoring will be. We have a lot of people attacking the goal. And I think that would really help with our success. Um, for the midfield, um, in this game, specifically with Plainview, we needed to give um, give less time to the opposing team their midfield because they were um, setting up and they were able to look up and pass over the defense to players making runs. I think if we were able to stop um, stop their team's midfield with our midfield and give them less time on the ball, attack them more, um, that would probably be better to stop them from making so many plays. On the plus side, though, our midfield has been doing an amazing job um, moving up from the offense and coming back to help the defense. Right now, our starters are Shanti Pasantes, um, Kalina Guadalupe, and Diane Giracocha, and they are doing a great job helping, playing both sides of the field. So I think if we stay strong in that area, come postseason, we'll definitely be better. Um, defensively, I am the one of the center fullbacks, uh, along with Brianna Lopez. Um, in our game against... Plain view. Brianna went down early and Sterling Young Wells came in and she did a great job. I think one thing our defense could work on is communication. During the game a lot, um, we wouldn't be fully coordinated with moving up. So at times the um plain view would notice that and they would send balls over the top and we'd be running back to players um having to cut that off. But on the plus side, our outside defenders, Jaibo Lewis and Danielle Palmer, have been doing phenomenal, stopping their players on the outside, um, cutting off runs. And I think a part of our communication, um, the part of communication that we do well is definitely covering each other's backs. So I think that moving into the postseason, that'll be very important for playoffs when teams are making overlapping runs being able to talk cut that off if there's a player we need to mark being vocal on that I think overall that will help the team um so to wrap up I think moving into playoffs the team definitely needs to work on getting shots off but I think if we keep communicating and keeping each other encouraged and being aggressive at the start of games that will truly help the team um coming up we have Massapequa on Thursday and then our senior game against Farmingdale and we're guaranteed a playoff spot so moving forward I think if we make those small adjustments we will be very successful. That was girls varsity soccer captain Elena Randolph here in the studio to talk about Baldwin's game against Plainview JFK. And while most of you know Elena for what she brings on the basketball court, I can tell you that she's a three-sport phenomenon. And while she was only here to talk about one game of soccer, she will be back guaranteed on the show as a featured athlete of the week to have a full-length interview with yours truly. We are grateful for Elena for taking time out of her busy schedule to analyze her last game against Plainview JFK. And I can tell you we are ecstatic to have her back on the show for the winter season. Thank you, Elena, for joining us on the show. We look forward to having you on the show again real soon. But nevertheless, let's move into the next part of the show, which takes us to our featured athlete of the week interview, who is no other than Adriana Ramos. She's a girls varsity tennis player, but she not only joined the show to talk about that, but rather 
all of the activities that she does at this school. I think you guys will love this interview. Let's get into it. And now I am joined by someone who is beautiful, hardworking, and dedicated. She's a one-year varsity cheerleader, three-year varsity tennis player, three-year varsity badminton player, four-year sports night participant, newly named member of Athletes Open Athletes, and the newly crowned 2019 homecoming queen. It is Miss Adriella Ramos. Adriella, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you, Yao. All right, just to start things off, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. You and I both know that tennis doesn't draw the same level of attention as the other sports mm-hmm. at this school. Tell our listeners the grit and grind that comes with a sport like this one? Tennis is really about focus and dedication. We work on one small court, but with that being said, there are different angles or the ball could be hit and the certain positions the players have to be at. So it's a really intricate sport where you have to pay attention to all the small things, and that's what, like, consumes most of the time at practice. Yeah, you know, most people at the school, the main focus is probably football or basketball, but you never really hear much about tennis, but... Not, not many people know that the hard work comes with every other sport. Same thing with tennis. But signaling in on the team now, the team currently holds a 6-5 and five record with two matches left in the season. What do you, your doubles partner Paris Jameson, and Coach Jarmel, as well as the rest of the team, have to do to make sure you are top four in your conference? Well, seeing that the season is coming to an end, we have to still like put our best foot forward and do really our best at practice. Um, Yes, we have only like one or two practices left, but in those practices, in those three hours that we have, we need to do drills, do more hits, more serves, and overall give our best we can give. And yeah, speaking of speaking of that, I've known you to be a great leader for a very long time. Your doubles partner, Paris Jameson, has described you as a great leader, as someone who is always encouraging their teammates to excel and always do better on the court. But tell me, how would you describe the leader you have been for the girls this season? Well, it could all start back to tryouts itself. Um, many girls come from, when they come from the middle school, they sometimes are discouraged because they see the high school players and how they hit so well. And I would just jump in and say, hey guys, like anyone can get on the team, all you need to show is that dedication and focus so through the support I give them from the start and throughout the whole season when they need help with serving or with hitting more narrow shots they can always come up to me and I'll always be well ready to help them is it hard always having to give different advice to all the different girls on the team it isn't hard because it just shows that I do have a purpose on the team rather than just playing for Bolton High School. Well, knowing you, that's something that's expected. And obviously, Paris was right about that when I asked her a few days ago. But signaling in on you and Paris now, you guys have won an impressive 10 out of 12 of your doubles matches thus far, amounting to an 83% winning percentage. What has been the secret to success for you guys this season? 100% communication and the fact that Paris and I are actually friends off the courts. So, yes, tennis is what brought us together, but even in practice you know we're always just talking we talk sometimes about like our high school life or home life we have a relationship outside of tennis which helps build our relationship and tennis which we then trust each other where I'm like I got it and then she's got it with communication and all in the relationship we have so obviously the chemistry between you and Paris are things that expand off the court as well as on it as well Paris has also described you as a special type of player because of your ability to treat every practice like a match and your ability to always encourage your teammates but how do you personally get yourself into the mode where the only thing that matters in practice is you and tennis 
Well, I see practice as a place where you can grow and make mistakes. So if I'm playing a game with another teammate, when it's like a, it's played as a real game, I'm saying, oh, I missed that shot, but it's fine because this is where I can make mistakes. But I also focus on what could I do better. It's just building on a foundation I already created. Yeah, I can see the hard work, the dedication is definitely there. And I know you work hard to make sure the tennis team is respected. And I know you work hard to make sure the team shows a lot of growth throughout the season. But if there's anything that I know about you is that wherever you go, you bring a hard work ethic with you. Tell me about how you maintain that level of commitment and hard work in every activity that you do. Well, in every activity I do, I show dedication, I show leadership, and I'm always focused because overall, if I'm involved in something, I want to like put a good name on my brand and what I show. And along with being a varsity athlete, you are also stunts captain for Intramural Night. Describe for me how nerve-wrecking and or exciting that position of leadership has been. That position is definitely... Um, stressful being that it's just a short amount of time and this year luckily we do have a like a large number of girls we have 20 about 22 and creating a routine that each of them could participate in well and that it will look beautiful the night of is a little hectic because we're so cut on the deadline but it's fun overall because all the girls love it. I always take everyone's advice. If someone says, I can't do this, I'm like, we'll work on it and we'll switch it if you want to. It's just being flexible in the leadership position. And along with intramural night, if the rumors are true, I believe you are running for sports night captain. What characteristics or strengths do you possess to make sure that you are prepared for such a position? Um, one thing that I show is that being a leader, you need to take criticism, you need to take advice, and you need to take comment. You can't just say, no, it's my way or the highway. That's not the way it goes. That's not a way you can build. Also, I'm a good people person. Someone can come up to me and ask me a question. I'll be more than likely to help them. And I also see that I'm in a lot of groups itself, so I do have a nice branch of people I can look out to that can reach out to me if they need to. And if elected captain, which I hope, by the way, what are some of the things you look to do to ensure either a BTV or a GTV? I just want more of a relationship with the whole team. Being that it's a big team, like over so many amount of girls decided to join, I just want each freshman to senior feel involved, included, and that we're a whole family that's working together to reach our final goal. With all the sports and clubs that you do, how you how will you maintain that level of relationship with all the girls? How do you um, find the time? Yeah, that's always a question I'm asking. How do I have enough time when there's only 24 hours in the day? Well, I just see that if it's really important to me, I make time for it. At the end of the day, if someone needs me, I'll push something aside just to help them out because I know at the end of the day, making someone happy or accomplishing a goal or accomplishing a goal that I want to complete or helping someone do something they want is the overall goal of happiness. It definitely goes down to setting your priorities straight and it looks like that's what you do at the end of the day, you have your priorities straight. But anyway, back to the personal questions. What has been your favorite moment during your time in Baldwin? My favorite moment had to be me. Oh, my first um, pep rally because there I saw just everyone cheering for the varsity teams. It made me feel proud as a freshman to be um, allowed on tennis varsity team, me playing. Like, I was just personally just love the pep rally and the just, like, excitement around it and everything. And with sports night, intramural night, tennis, cheerleading, as well as the non athletic activities that you do, what is the biggest lesson that you look to take away when you leave Baldwin? Honestly, I take away commitment and dedication. People have accepted, accepted me into groups, allowed me to be in leadership positions, and that's great, but 
I took from there, like the confidence to get there, the leadership to get there, and the hard work. Hard work will get you far, for a fact. Would you say Baldwin taught you the tools that you look to take away years from now? Of course they did. Now we are going to go into a little rapid fire here. I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I just want quick answers. Are you good with that? All right, let's do it. All right, cheerleading or tennis? Tennis. Sports night or intramural night? Sports night. Blue or gold? Blue. Yeah, or Tyler? Don't, no. answer, that. don't answer that. <laughs> don't answer that. Don't answer that. Don't answer that. But last question. If you could describe your time in Baldwin using one word, what would it be? Phenomenal. And that's a wrap. Uh, thank you for joining me on the show. Is there anything that you would like to say to the viewers before we go? Um, if you listen to this far, thank you so much. And if you can kindly vote for me for Sports Night Captain 2019, and I will love you forever. All right, there it is. Thank you for Adriella to join for joining the show. I wish you the best in your season, your leadership positions, all the clubs, activities, work, career stuff that you do. I know you have a lot on your plate, but I wish you the best. Thank you. All right. Once again, Adriella, I appreciate you for coming on the show. And I can tell you guys that I've interviewed a lot of people, although I'm only 17, but not many of them could hold the flame to what that conversation was. I don't know if it was because of the questions I asked or the conversations that came with each answer, but it was great. I'm glad I got to experience it. And that's another banging interview in the books. But back to our teams now. It is now the end of the season for some teams. And some teams are preparing to end their regular season, but others are preparing for the playoffs. But on that note, we need the support of all our students, staff, parents, administrators, and everybody of the sorts. But you need to know what games to go to. So Tyler, give our fans and listeners the rundown of all the upcoming events in Bruins Athletics for the next week. And while you're at it, tell the viewers who you chose as your pod star of the week. Man, I know you guys are tired of hearing Yaz's voice because if I am, that means you guys are too. But for upcoming events, boys soccer will play East Meadow on the 16th of October and Farmingdale on the 18th. Girls soccer will go against Massapequa, which is a tough team, on the 17th. Girls field hockey on the 15th will take on Carl Place and on the 17th, Manhasset. Girls volleyball will take on Farmingdale on the 16th and Plainview JFK only two days after on the 18th. Boys football will go up against Hempstead on the 19th next Saturday. Girls Tennis will go up against Clark on the 16th and that will cap off our upcoming events for the fifth episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Although tennis only won two out of three games this week, we have to recognize Paris Jamison and Adriana Ramos as our pod stars of the week. Yes, both of them. Even though, like I just said, we only won two out of three games this week, they both, in their duos matchups, went undefeated for the whole week. And they showed how outstanding they are and how great their work ethic is. So we have to recognize Paris Jamison and Adriana Ramos. Congratulations. You guys better come out and support the Bruins, man. We need all the support we can get as we move into our postseason games. But on that note, that closes the chapter on the fifth episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Wherever you guys listen, be sure to rate us five stars, if you think we're five stars. But be sure to spread the word about the podcast. You guys have been supportive. We appreciate all the love, but we can always do better. Share it with at least five people a day. Tell people about this. Support us. Follow 
subscribe, do whatever you have to, just support us in everything we do. Be sure to keep up with all the new episodes. We appreciate the support. Next week, we will have Liam Graff, a boys cross-country runner, in the studio to talk about his season, why he wakes up and decides that he wants to run all day. Just kidding, but he's an absolute tank. He will be in the studio with Tyler to have a sit-down interview, and we are excited for that. And on that note, thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.